Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. Um, Lee Sussman. Yes, hello. <laughs> Among other things, mm. you have a um, the owner of my dream wardrobe. Yeah. And we are coming up to the high holy days. And I know there are a lot of questions around when do we wear white? When do we wear colorful clothes? <laughs> Why do we wear white? What shoes are permissible? And right. should your husband be buying you something new? <laughs> so I think what we're going to do is take our first quick break. And then after that, we'll look at some of those answers. Great. Looking forward. <laughs> Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. Lee Sussman is the owner of My Dream Wardrobe. A personal styling business. Mm -hmm. And I thought in light of the fact that we have a number of high holy days and festivities coming up, it may be useful to speak to someone like yourself, Lee, Mm. to get a sense for men, women, children, what and how we should be kind of gearing ourselves up with regard to clothes for the Yontaven. Yeah. So thank you for coming in. Pleasure. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Lee, Mm. what, firstly, when do we wear white? Let's get that out of the way. I think traditionally, um, I mean, I'm not an expert when it comes to halakha and customs, but I think traditionally we wear white on Yom Kippur. Um, it's about purity of the soul and it's about asking God to accept you as you are. There's this like having renewal and um, I, I think that's when it is. I think that's when we wear white on Yom Kippur. And um, does white suit everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Um I think some of us, like you and me, are quite pale and probably, a, you know, a crisp white does not suit us. There's nothing wrong with wearing ivory white or pearl white. Um, you can get away with that. Maybe even cream is acceptable and you can mix it in with, with a pure white. Does it white. have to be all white? Does it, is it a sense that all white or nothing? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't think so. I don't, I mean, if, if I think practically on a practical level, like I've got very small children, if I wear pure white, <laughs> I'm going to end the day looking terrible. Um, so no, I think I think that's why they do it on Yom Kippur to kind of minimise getting that, that spaghetti bolognese <laughs> on your white clothes. Well, hopefully your kids are still eating. Um, I think there are ways to get around it. If you put in, say, small detail, like if you layer lace, a lace overlay with the, with your dress, or if you have um, pleats, or if you have, I don't know. Um, sort of more detail in the clothes that, that there's shadows that you won't see the dirt as much <laughs> as if it's just this plain white dress. And then mm. shoes, matching shoes. Can I, you wear any shoes bearing mm. in mind that um, certain shoes are not actually appropriate? Right, like leather is not like appropriate. Leather. Um, you can um, wear white shoes. I'm not a fan of like tackies with a smart dress. I just don't think it looks good. Um there's, you know, faux leather and pleather, and there are a whole lot of options that you can wear that look fabulous. Um, I definitely think a thing to think about is nude, nude shoes. They're very fashionable but fashionable at the moment, and also they elongate your legs. They make you look taller, really? so that's an option. That's a very good tip already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, th- I think it just depends on, on what it is you want to achieve. If for you, Yom Kippur is about spirituality and getting in touch with who you are as a person, then you know, that's more important. Um, if getting in touch with who you are is also about unleashing your inner 
self-image and your inner goddess and looking good is important to you in order to find that sense of renewal and maybe spiritual upliftment, then these are also things you need to consider. You want to look good. Mm-hmm. So we've got the white out the way. Is there a certain time that you should be wearing happy colors? Um, it's really up to you. I think Rosh Hashanah is a time for, for happiness and and it's about this sense of renewal, the new year, um, I, and it's springtime. I think florals and bright colors is something you can play around with on Rosh Hashanah, definitely. And then before we go into kind of just general styling tips mm. and how to make you feel good, um, the Yontavim, there are a lot of them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, what is the expectation and how would you recommend going forward mm. You know, do you need lots of different things that mix and match? Do you need lots of different outfits? Is it okay to kind of recycle, you know, Rosh Hashanah's dress on Sukkot? I love this question. Um, I think it's very important to think about in a world which, you know, capitalism and consumerism are not working for us anymore. And it's time to cut back and it's time to think about saving the planet and not consuming so much. So thank you for this question. <laughs> I'm not an advocate for buying, you know, a million different outfits for the Yontavim. I think it's just a bad idea. Rather buy a few good items that you can mix and match with things that you currently own. Um, a great idea and what I've done, I haven't bought anything for this um, cycle of Yontavim. I actually... One of the great things about my job is that friends and family ask me to go and help them clean out their wardrobes. And I've just done it with my mom's cupboard. And there were a whole lot of things that she no longer wanted that I've taken. And I'm going to rehash them with things that I currently own. And I'm going to wear the things that I got from her cupboard. So are you suggesting that we just raid each other's cupboards? I and think just, so. Um, <laughs> well, kind of friends, mothers, sisters. Absolutely. People who are similar in size to you and with a similar sense of style. I did this in London when my best friend and I we had no money <laughs> and we used to just share each other's clothes and we gave old clothes a new lease on life. Um, and if you pair these things from your friends with maybe one or two new things just to make you feel good about yourself and to inject new life into your wardrobe, you're going to have a lot of options for, for the Yontavim. So you, so basically just kind of moving away from the Yontavim and general style clothing. Mm, mm. The first step one is to open your cupboard. Take a deep breath. <laughs> and then get rid of all the things you're not going to wear. I think I so. It. It's it's And it's hard to do by yourself. Um, I think ask a close friend or someone who can be honest with you and say, darling, that really doesn't okay. look good on you. So maybe not a close yeah. friend because that might ruin the friendship. So <laughs> <laughs> do you have a second choice, like someone like yourself? Yes, absolutely. Employ me. I don't charge a lot per hour. It takes about one to two hours to clean out someone's cupboard. Absolutely. Just because me. you sometimes need somebody and people get emotionally attached to Absolutely. certain things. And why? Huh. I mean, it's not, <laughs> I have to confess, it's not one of the problems I have. I can't wait to get rid of the, all mm. things. I think um, people maybe remember certain times from the clothes that they wore at that time. Mm. Um, sometimes it's fine. It's fine to hold on to things like a wedding dress. But sometimes we're holding on to things that we had when we were a different Self, maybe a thinner self or a younger self, and actually those things are just taking up space in your cupboard. Get rid of them. Pass them on to someone who'll actually have good use out of them. We've got lots of charities, lots of needy people out there who need decent clothes. Just get rid of it. Maybe think about what it's doing to you psychologically as well. Why are you holding on to that thing? Figure that out. Right. Mm. So that's the first step. What is the next step? 
I guess the next step that you have to go through a process to figure out who you are and to accept who you are before you venture into the shops. Because shopping can be Horrible. very, very daunting. <laughs> it can be nightmarish. So just, you know, as a stylist, what I do before I go to the shops is I sit down with a person and I go through these four things that I think we all need to do before we go shopping. The first is to look at our bodies and to look at our coloring and to look at our body shape and our body type. What size are you? Um, what are your measurements? The shops that you choose according to your body, it's going to limit the amount of shops that you can go to. So that's step number one. And accept your body. I think okay. it's very, very difficult for some women. But you have to. You have to accept the body that you have right now in order to dress it appropriately and in the best possible way that you can. The second thing to think about is your lifestyle. If you are a corporate woman um, and you want to buy things for Rosh Hashanah, you want to buy things that are that you can incorporate into your corporate wardrobe afterwards, things that you can mix into your daily wardrobe. So that's also going to limit the kind of shops that you go to. If you're a mom um, with three small children, you're going to go to very different stores to buy your clothes. And I think this mixing and matching and integrating your wardrobes is very important. Next, you're going to think about your limits. What are your limits? They are your budget. Um, maybe they're religious constraints. The way that I dress for the High Holy Days at a progressive shul is very different to what someone who's going to an Orthodox shul is going to be. So religious constraints. Um, and also, I guess, if you're pregnant and breastfeeding, those are also limits that you have to think about. And lastly, think about your own aesthetic. What appeals to you visually? Because that is how you should be dressing yourself. You want to make yourself feel good and look good. You need to actually make yourself feel happy with what you, when you stand in front of the mirror, you have to be happy with what you see. It's not so much about what other people think. And, you know, when you're talking, it makes such perfect sense, and it seems so easy and logical. <laughs> I, I can share an experience mm. where I went into a shop, and I tried on something, and I wasn't sure. I just stood there, and I thought, I don't know. If you, know, you don't I kind know, of like it. Yeah. I don't know. It would be useful, but I don't <laughs> take the jacket. And will will it actually? Would I wear it here? Mm. And can I wear it there? And then in the end, I kind of and the woman helping me said, "You look very nice." And I said, <laughs> "Well, of course I they would." <laughs> so I think what's great about um, our policies now in South Africa is that. As a consumer, you can take something, you've, you can buy it, and you can keep it for 30 days. And if in those 30 days you haven't worn it, take it back to the shop. You can get a full refund onto your credit card. So in those situations where you're unsure, my advice is buy it. Just go really? for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're thinking I about you were it. I say don't buy it. Think no. about it. And if you really want to go back. <laughs> if you're thinking about it and it's playing on your mind, obviously it appealed to you in some way. And it was doing something. It was making you excited. And that's what we Or want. not. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you better call me to come shopping with you. So, um, you know, let's, Craig, can we take a quick break here and then we'll just go into like five minutes of um, just wrapping up the conversation. Absolutely. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And tomorrow is officially spring, which means it's a time of renewal and time also to look at your clothes and start getting thinking about the high holy days. And Lee Sussman, who is um, the owner of My Dream Wardrobe, joins me now. For the last five minutes, Lee, mm. um, 
do you recommend we take somebody with us when we go shopping? And is that even practical? And should we be paying <laughs> you or someone like you to do so? I think it really depends on how confident you feel in the shops. I think if you've got a friend or family member who is stylish and who knows what they're doing and you don't, definitely take them with you. Um, and if you feel confident to go shopping and you know what you're doing, then you don't need someone like me or a friend or family member. But if shopping is something that overwhelms you, um, if you feel like it's nightmarish, then I definitely think you need to give me a call um, and we can go shopping together and I can just give you some tips on how to on how to shop and what shops are good for you as an individual um, and what you should be doing with your body and your style to enhance this inner goddess that I think all of us have inside of us. And... Um when we there's a rumor, which I'll kind of be my last question to you. <laughs> there's a rumor that um, significant others are supposed to buy a very special something to wear right. for the Yontavim. Have you been able to confirm whether or not this is true? Because every man I've spoken to has said that's not true. <laughs> they've said worse, actually. <laughs> they haven't denied it. They said it's not happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I think um, it is in the Gomorrah. I haven't found the actual verse, but I think it is a custom to buy something new for, for Rosh Hashanah. Um, if we go back to when this was written, I mean, between years 0 and 200 is when the Talmud was written and where this is supposedly meant to be. I think in those days, a woman only bought something new once a year, maybe. Right. And I think in our age of consumerism, where like, I don't know, I buy something new <laughs> like once a month. For me, I don't feel right buying something new for Rosh Hashanah. I think there are other ways to feel the sense of renewal um, at this time rather than buying a whole lot of new things. So thank you very much for joining me. Such a pleasure. Um, Lee, if anybody would like to be in touch with you, mm. would you... Would you do their shopping for them? I do. I do that. It so just for, depends for, on for women needs. who don't have the time or inclination Absolutely. to go shopping, would you mm -hmm. happily spend a couple of hours doing that yes, and then just take back? Work. That's part of your job as well. So not only would you come with, but you'd actually do the job for them. Yeah, I do. And I can also help with online shopping. Um, Absolutely. That is my job. That is what I do. I do a whole host of different, I offer a whole host of services. Um, if you just go onto my website, you'll see what I do. It's mydreamwardrobe.co.za. Um, and be in touch with me and um, we can start this process with something very small and simple, like just a color analysis online, you know, <laughs> so that I can show you what the right colors are for you. Well, Lee, thank you so much. Thanks, Cherise. Thanks, Thanks for coming for in me. and um, have a good joint. Of. You too. <laughs> Shabbat shalom.